You are listening to Pelushi Performance Podcast and here is your host Ray Pelushi. Hello everybody and welcome to the new episode. Thank you so much for being here. I'm Ray and I'm your host and let's go straight to today's topic. Have you ever heard of Jim Rohn? Jim Rohn unfortunately doesn't live anymore, but he was one of my mentors and he still is one of my mentors, even if he doesn't live anymore, but his lessons are still with us. I've never met Jim and I wish I I had, but I have a lot of mentors that I never met, but I call them my mentors because I listen to their audiobooks, I read their books, I, I watch all their seminars that you can find online or listen to their CDs, <laughs> but Jim Rohn is, was one of them. He had a tremendous effect on my life. And one of the phrases that has tremendously changed my life is everything affects everything else. Now, this is not just a quote. This has literally have changed my life. Have changed my point of view on everything. And why is that? How can we use this quote into picking into our tapping into our unleashed potential into becoming the best version of ourselves. How can we use this, this simple quote on climbing our mountain? Let's go straight to my thoughts and my explanation and how can we use this? Now I'm going to tell you four phrases if you guys have heard it before in your life. And I'm going to connect those. First, it is, tell me with who you stay so I can tell you who you are. Show me how clean your car is from the inside, also from the outside, but let's say from the inside, and I'll tell you how much money you have. Don't do business with a person that has his shoes dirty. And if you want to change the world, start off by making your bet. Maybe you have heard those, maybe you haven't. But those are some of the phrases or quotes that I connect to the Jim Rohn quote. Now, how do I connect those? Well, let's, let's, let's take one by one. First of all, it is how or tell me with who you stay so I can tell you who you are. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. If you stay with people that are negative, with people that will put you down, with people that have no goals in life, with people that are not motivated, with people that use drugs, drink alcohol, play most of the time video games, don't read books, guess what? You are going to be one of them eventually, consciously or unconsciously. So if you are shy to cut your friendship, if you value your friendship more than your future, if you think that staying with people that have no goals and are not motivated will help you achieve peak performance, you're totally wrong. And yes, it is difficult, but it's better to cut off your friends now than to regret it in the future. Because some of them might just leave you because they will find a better version of you. Somebody that or go and smoke with them, or drink with them, or do whatever. So here's the first, the first thing to, to keep in mind. Choose your friends wisely, because those people will affect your life, believe it or not. Second is, 
Tell me how clean is your car so I can tell you how much money you have in the bank account. I've heard this quote many times from different life coaches. Okay. And why is this important? You've noticed a lot of people keep their car dirty, right? Now, the idea behind all this topic or this quote is that if somebody doesn't clean his personal space, how can he focus and be productive and think or take serious important thing or big thing in his life? If your house from inside is dirty and your car is dirty, how will your thoughts be? I mean, we, I don't know what actually it's a number, but it's a crazy amount of numbers that we spend behind the wheel. And obviously it's a crazy number, um, amount of number that we spend in the house. So if those two places that we spend so much time on are not clean, are not organized, are not well oriented, how do you think your thoughts are going to be? If you speak all, I mean, if you go home and you see dirty dishes and dirty plates, do you think you, you will have the energy and, and, and the passion to stay around that environment and be productive and learn and read and listen to something that is effective, let's say? Or if you drive, do you just want to stay in the car and go for a ride or go for long rides and listen to a podcast or listen to an audiobook and truly enjoy and listen to all those videos? If your car is dirty, I don't know if you want to like stay there. I feel like if your car in your house is dirty, it's like your bed is dirty. Would you like to go and sleep with empty boxes of pizza there on your bed? I don't think so. And if you're doing that, well, it's time to change. It's not, it's never late to change. So take your personal space very, very serious because even those things will affect a lot, a lot, a lot your life. Now, the next one is very interesting, and I like that. Don't do business with a, with a person that has his shoes dirty. Now, the way you look, it will represent the person you are, the character, and the, the way that you carry yourself into the world. Especially if you're going to a business meeting or you're making business with somebody else and, and you see that this, you're, you're dressing up on a suit and he comes on a track suit. Would you take him seriously? You'll be like, no, I don't think so. You're, you're offending me. I'm not saying that you're not rich. I'm not saying that you are a, don't know how to dress up. But every dress or every, every dress code has its own place. Okay? And I've heard this from different motivational quote, uh, different motivational speakers, sorry, regarding financial uh, influencers and financial advisors and they have told me that if you want to see somebody that is very clean check their shoes i mean everybody has like let's say a nice suit or a nice shirt because it's the very first thing that you'll see so they will take care of the outside let's say world but the inside world which is the shoes because the shoes are the lowest point where people will tend to not look at you straight to your shoes but most likely will look at you in the eyes you check their shoes and if they don't clean their shoes mean that they haven't taken that meeting that seriously and the whole point about that is that how can you make business with somebody that is not serious? How can you make business with somebody that doesn't take care of his personal hygiene? Do you... I mean, and if you're making business, the idea is that we're in together to make each other rich. So you're making the, per, the other person rich and the other person is making you rich. Okay? 
So would you like to trust somebody with your money? Would you like to trust someone to make you rich if he doesn't take it serious, even the first meeting or his personal hygiene or five minutes of cleaning the shoes? I don't think so. And those little detailed guys will make a big difference. Believe me on that. Believe me on that. And last but not least, if you want to change the world, start off by making your bed. This quote comes from William H. McRaven, a retired U.S. State Navy four-star admiral who serves as his ninth commander of the United States Special Operations Command. Yes, I did read that. I didn't. There's no way I wasn't going to remember all this, but I've heard this quote on, on, on his speech. I believe it was on a graduation speech. I'm not sure in which college or high school, but that quote is very big. And I've, I've always thought about that quote. It is very true. And I'm, that's why I left it also the last thing. that Because if you want to change the world, you have to start by making your bed first. You wake up. The very first thing you do, you, you make your bed. Okay, what have you accomplished? Well, you just stacked a win on your day. You wake up and you just stacked a win. Now, if you win or you have a winning streak, do you think that it's going to be easier to not win or win another one? You're going to have the confidence to win another one. So guess what? Now that you made your bed, you are going to make your meditation. Now you make your meditation, you are in a winning streak. You feel energetic to do other things. So now you pray and then you write down your goals, your daily goals, weekly goals, your goals, whatever goals, just write down some goals. Then you take a cold shower and then you stretch and then you go to the gym and now you have a great, great workout. Now, before you're even going to your office at 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. or 7.30, whatever, you have already stacked so many wins that you are in a winning streak and you are so confident that you're going to win another thing. You're winning those little battles in order for you to win the big war. And you're going to the office or wherever you're going to work and it's 7 a.m., 8 a.m., 9 a.m., 10 a.m. and you're already 6-0 up because you just accomplished 16 this morning. Before you even start the day, you're winning 6-0. Now you win the morning, you're going to win your day. And then when you win your day, you're going to win your week. And when you win your week, most likely you're going to win your month. And more months you win, you're going to win your year. Now, what I explained or what I just said, the things that you will do in the morning is usually my morning routine. That's what I do in the mornings. And I try to stack as many, many wins on my morning and on my day. Because I know, even if those are very little things I could do or I can do, I will do it no matter what. And those becomes a routine. The next day, even if I'm tired, I still do it. And sometimes I don't meditate 15 minutes. I meditate five because I'm late, because I slept in or I, I put the alarm a bit later because I went to bed very late last night. But guess what? I still do and meditate. I still make sure I stack those wins. But what's funny of the speech of um, general, or sorry, I don't think it was general. I think it was an, a commander. Yeah, commander of William McRaven is that even if you had the worst day of your life, when you're going home, at least your bed is ready. How many of you guys were like tired 
and you just want to go to bed and now you have to make your bed or you're going into a messy bed and you are not even feeling like you want to have this relaxation or this deep sleep because you just don't feel right or your brain doesn't feel right because it sees everything messy but that is not just the point the point is to stack as many wins now all the things that i just said they connect with one another we have to take everything serious so we can become a serious man and or a serious woman life is serious life is not a joke life is not a game everything you guys do matter from the very little thing in your life to the biggest thing in your life because if you win those little things and you have more confidence to win, to, to win the bigger things and you keep winning the bigger things now guess what now you're not afraid to fail now you're af- you're not afraid to seek for more and look for more so jim's wrong quote everything affects everything else has been my motto i shared this on the first meetings with my tennis team I sh- actually, I kept repeating that, not just on my first team meeting, but meeting after meeting. I tell this to myself. I say this to the seminars I, I create in my college. And I make sure that I don't forget this phrase because literally this phrase has changed my life. I used to be one of the person that I'll be like, well, I'll, I'll do this later. I'll, I'll do this afternoon. Oh, I'll, I'll do it tonight. Uh, I'll do it tomorrow. And who knows how many things I've procrastinated. Just by not taking my life serious, I stopped working out. I started drinking alcohol. I wasn't an alcoholic, but I was drinking heavy. I started smoking cigarettes. Yes, I was addicted to it. I probably smoked cigarettes for like three years. It went up to a point that I was smoking a pack a day because I didn't take my life serious, because I thought those lists didn't matter, because I didn't pay attention to these little things. Oh, I'll do it one day. I'll quit one day. Or maybe when I'm 50 years old, I'll quit because then the health is going to matter to me. No, 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 no. Your health would matter to you right now. And everything that has to do with you must matter to you right now. Do not procrastinate. Be cautious on everything you do. And take everything serious. If you finish your plate and you just ate, well, go wash that plate. Don't wash it tomorrow. Don't stack your dirty plates there and seeing flies and after there's a big mess, you decide to wash it. Be professional with yourself. Take everything serious. Carry yourself as a winner. And that's how the world is going to see you. It's a bit intense, but I very much like this topic. I could talk about this all day. So thank you so much, guys, for spending the time here. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys learned. I'll be more than happy to hear your feedbacks and your comments. Until the next episode, you guys stay blessed.